from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. It's the G and Ursula Show. Angela Poe Russell is filling in for Ursula the rest of the week. Ursula will be back next Tuesday. Looking forward to that. Angela, so good to have you with us. Before we get to our guest that's in studio, what was your favorite thing about the 9 o'clock hour? Ooh, it, it has to be the text line. I mean, you guys are wild. That's all I can say. <laughs> I mean, the, what I can say on the radio, the person that said that Chef was a for the dancing conversation, that yeah. Chef is just a prop. You're just there to keep, you know, the, the weirdos away. So, I am a prop. <laughs> Other people propose dance classes. I've tried that. Right. And then they said switch partners. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, what is the world coming to? How did it get to this? Referees? Possibly wearing body cam? Well, at 1030, we will possibly be talking about that. But right now, let's get to what's new at 10. What's new at 10? Why in the world... Didn't the Washington State Patrol arrest anyone who shut down the freeway last Saturday? Chris Sullivan is here. Sully, good morning, bro. Good morning. You wait for the text line to get going. Yeah, this is probably going to light it up as well. Yeah, that's a question everyone had. It's like, what happened? Why were there no arrests? Why did it take five hours to clear... Basically, northbound I-5 was shut down for five hours right before you would have gotten off at Harborview. There were ambulances in the backup uh, that had to go around. uh, And so... Yeah, what happened? And so the state patrol is, is out this week trying to get in front of this a little bit. And they're saying, listen, we know this is not a good look. We know we're frustrated by the fact it took five hours. We're as frustrated as you. uh, And here's some of the things that happened. And it turns out the state patrol was really somewhat overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and maybe caught off guard primarily this time by the tactics used by this specific group. And I want to play a little sound from Chris Loftus from the state patrol uh, down in Olympia, kind of explaining what the protest was made up of and why it was a little different. Protesters in this case came uh, highly coordinated, uh, highly uh, mobilized, highly motivated in large numbers. Uh, They used the sleeping dragon uh, device, which we have seen in other protests. That we've not seen on the highways before, on the freeways before. So the sleeping dragon is the one where they put their arms together, lock their wrists, and put piping over the tops of their arms. So they're chained together with pipe and then held together in the middle. So if you were trying to remove them when it's really hard to or you would injure them, or if you tried to cut it off, you'd be cutting into their arms. It's something that is used very popular in downtown Seattle in some of these events. It has a name. It's called the Sleeping Dragon. So not only did they have that, there were eight people chained that way together, but they were in front of a dozen cars that were coordinated and stopped and abandoned and left there and then so all so they basically were driving the freeway together in traffic got up right next to each other and then all came to a stop so that there was nobody so the freeway was blocked by vehicles mm. as well and at the same time coordinated by time people cut through the fence on I5 and went onto I5 on foot up to 500 or so people were involved in this actual protest wow Very coordinated coordinated okay but real quick, Sully, you know me, I, I be on Twitter. Some of you all be on Twitter. But when I was on Twitter, I was told and I saw that 
um, Mayor Bruce Harold was one of the ones that told State Patrol to stand down. I saw that on Twitter, so I don't know who and what to believe, but I know you like to go to the source. What did you find out there, sir? I asked him that question. I go, listen, were you told to stand down by the governor or by Bruce Harrell uh, because your politics might match better with those on the street? And this is what Chris Loftus said. It is not fact. It is not truth. It is not policy. It is not practice. It is noise. So that didn't happen. That's okay. what that, that's okay. the state All patrols. Right. Sure. Uh, that's what they say. And the state, Chris was pretty, one of the more candid interviews I've, I've, I've talked to. I've known him a long time as a trooper, but and then before he, and as he's moved into this position mm-hmm. in public affairs, he was like, listen, I don't care about your cause. Because we don't care about your cause. You could be, you know, people on the right side of the aisle t- overtaking the Olympia Capitol building or you could be people on the left of the aisle doing something like we don't care. All we care about is Thank safely you. removing you and safely getting the road back open and that includes the people in the protest as well as those who are stuck behind it. And I know that doesn't come as a satisfactory answer to those who are stuck behind. But the state, I mean, Chris admitted, he's like, it's not a satisfactory answer here to what happened. But there were so many people, we were going to arrest them, but then there wasn't enough room at the King County Jail to take, and then there wasn't enough to, imagine trying to transport 500 people, how are you going to pull that off? Yeah, and then you've got these cars that are blocking the area that you don't have keys to, so you've got to get tow trucks in. And they You've got to get tow trucks into the area to tow every single one away. And you had to bring in the bomb unit. Because they were concerned, and this is a very valid concern, what if they had done this under the convention center and someone with a bad, bad, bad intention does that? They were concerned there might have been devices in any of these, so they had to clear every single one of them of a potential bomb or explosive of some kind before they also moved them to, so that added to... The risk and and the and the and the response. Yeah. Plus, they also don't have enough troopers to handle. The, I mean, how many stories we, do we talked about? Like shortage more than of troopers, shortage yeah. of deputies, shortage of Seattle cops. So yeah, it just. Uh, but it was the coordination, I think, that really got them. And but they're like, listen, this is illegal. We're not here. We don't. You know, we. This is not right, but it just didn't work. I mean, and we were left with what we were left with. You know, you mentioned like folks being, I guess there was the rumor or report that whether it was the mayor or whoever in a charge, stand down. It comes from people that call themselves media. I really feel like, here's the thing. Is it really something like that? Or is it everyone's afraid of a big, violent conflict that could get caught on camera and turn into something more? Well, after the WTO that we all lived through. So or, then, right. So then you have to weigh, is it better to negotiate and try to get this, you know, uh, okay, chef, you are, I'm, I'm seeing chef's eyes here. I, he wants to jump in. I don't know, man. Like clearing explosive. De- there could be an explosive device anytime, right? Any Anytime a car gets pulled over on the, was there any indication there were bombs? Had anyone said anything? No, but the concern was that if you were going to shut down a freeway and prevent the movement of that, this was a step up in Tactics yeah. that there could have been a step up in you know the, the severity Leading in IEDs behind potentially wow potentially mm-hmm. I mean if you're going to do this what you know what is next so that was part of their concern and and I'll bring this up I mean you probably have seen it on the text line we're probably getting it on the text line right here you know and we I saw it all over Twitter too it's like why aren't we going in there with you know cracking skulls and doing like we used to do and then you know, okay here come the water cannons and the dogs and I don't want I don't think any of us want to go anywhere back to near 
considered that at all. And then you have the lawsuit stuff that we learned out of the WTO. Let's not forget a person was killed in one of the Summer of Love uh, protests uh, on I-5. Was hit, uh, was, uh, a protester was hit by a driver and killed. Uh, so, yeah, they're like, listen, we're not doing that. Because they let them on the freeway, right? Well, there are so many ways to get onto this freeway in the way it's set up in downtown. It's ridiculous. That are totally, <laughs> you, you could walk on it, all of you could walk on it, Sherry. You mm. could walk on it, I mean, pretty much Pike. You could walk into almost anywhere. And they cut through the fence, too. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's Folks, a well, bad situation. Sully. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah. Way, to, way to go get, do the homework on this and get to the bottom God, of it. I wasn't done. Sure. I could have talked no, no, about no, this oh, longer. I know, I know, I know. I know. I know. I know. And, and again, stuff. I'm a puppet for the state patrol. Yeah. Just remember, no, I was like, that. you're going to get that too from the text line. I'm just like, hey, this is their, This is what they said about this. And they agree with you. It took them way too dang yeah. long to get that thing reopened. Thank you. Appreciate yep. you, brother. Sure. Sally. All right. In his final State of the State address as governor, Jay Inslee did propose sending $200 to low-income families in Washington state with funds from the Climate Commitment Act. I'm proposing a $200 utility bill credit for one out of every three households in Washington. That's nearly 2 million low- and moderate-income Washingtonians. Your thoughts on that? Real quick, one-third of Washington residents would be eligible for the credits. Uh, There are other two uh, two other proposals to give taxpayers money back from the carbon auction funds. House Republicans want to send $214 checks to every registered car owner in Washington. They're calling it the carbon auction rebate program. Democratic Senator Mark Mullet has a proposal to lower car tabs for the next two years. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, it's pretty simple for me. I mean, the state has raised money from this Climate Commitment Act for the the amount that it's charged different companies Mm -hmm. for their role in climate change. So giving that money back to taxpayers makes a lot of sense. I mean, whether that's enough or whether this is the right direction is a different conversation, but I think that money has to go back and be invested into the community. Governor Jay Inslee also proposed making a change to the Constitution in our state. We must face the harsh reality that there are forces in our nation and in our own state intent on destroying the right of choice. We need to join eight other states like Ohio, Alaska, and Illinois. We need to enshrine reproductive freedom in our Constitution and pass a constitutional amendment protecting the right of choice this year. And I hope you're able to get that done. It's not not very often you get a constitutional amendment. And so it was notable that he would call for that and to point out that other states are doing it to put that protection into the state Constitution. I'm here for it. I was actually shocked that we actually had a proposal here in our own state to, um, I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but it was put up by a few Republicans this Mike, Mike term. Patton, Phil yeah. Fortunato, two senators propose uh, making it a felony for any doctor in Washington state to provide an abortion. I, I'm, I'm good with the constitutional right. I don't think anyone wants their partner or any woman to be prosecuted for having a miscarriage, as is happening in another state right now. Mm-hmm. But, G, do you want to go back to uh, his idea to send people $200 checks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Um, 
from both Republicans and Democrats right now. Mm-hmm. There's three proposals to get you some money back. Maybe you, if you're low income from Jay Inslee, everyone from the Republicans and everyone from Mark Mullet. Is that enough relief? Because there was this just this new report from, uh, let's see, the no. Institute on Taxation and Economic Policy that finds Washington State is number two in the nation, G, behind Florida as the second most regressive tax state in the country. Oh, great segue, Chef. Well done. <laughs> first, let me answer the first question. Is the $200 enough to send to people? And the answer is no. How, in my, if I were holding the keys to this decision on what should be done with the excess carbon funds and, and all the, 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 mon, the money, I personally would directly have it impact and help lower car taps. Because that way the people, so when that check, so for an example, just being simple. When people pay you back in something, right? They pay you back a $200 and, hey, you're getting this back because of this. Sometimes it doesn't go towards that. And I think a lot of people would be like, you know what? Hold the check. Just when I get ready to go and renew my tabs, make Washingtonians. By the way, I can't stand Washingtonians, but I'm just saying it anyway. Are you saying the term? The term. The term. Okay. The people people here in the state of Washington, let it go towards their tabs. Because the one of the things that me that I used to just cringe and not be ready for, for some reason, I was never ready to pay my car tabs. Same. It's like once a year and several hundred dollars. And and even even today, it still hurts. Same. There's something about the money that you pay for car tabs that you don't want to part ways with. I just think that people, the people would like two things. One, hey, the carbon tax is here so that you get out of your cars and don't drive more. Tell the people the truth. One. And two, both, by the way, because we have access funds, what we're going to do is we're going to apply it towards your car tabs. I'm not saying that people won't still complain, but it, at least it will be less. That's what I would personally do. Okay, we're like debating the same thing we're debating at 9 o'clock in a sense. And I still disagree on the premise that it's just solely to get people out of cars on the whole Climate Commitment Act. But No, no, no. Wait, no. But I you keep no, 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 no. going on that one thing. No, 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 well, no, I agree no, with no, you, I, but I don't I, think that's the I intent t- of the climate. Com- that's okay, not the okay, sole wait, intent. Wait, wait. Can I tell you why I keep it that simple? One thing that Chef and I have done many mornings, and we, me, I'll speak for myself right now. I understand climate change and addressing this is a real big deal. Okay? However, Jay Inslee has not done a good job of simplifying it and explaining it. That part. I agree. If you are in an elevator with someone and they say, hey, so what's this all about? You don't have time to talk about the historical uh, nature of this, what needs to happen in 50 years, and people don't want to hear that. They tune out. So when I simplify it by saying just that, that is the best way because we as a people, yeah, some of us understand climate change. Some of us know it is a big deal. 2023 was the hottest year on record. We can get into all of that. 
I understand what Jay Inslee is trying to do. He has not done a good job of keeping it it's simple. That's yeah, all I'm fair saying. Fair enough, yeah. Um, you know, one thing Jay Inslee and all his proposals didn't really address is is what Chef brought up. This uh, basically this report that shows Washington has, I mean, this has been around for several years that we've known this and been trying to explain it in simple terms that we have the most regressive tax system in the country. Right now we're number two next to Florida. Mm-hmm. What that means is the less money that you make, the higher percentage of your income you pay in taxes. So, for example, if you were in the lowest 20% of income, you pay 13% in taxes. If you're in the top 1%, let's say Jeff Bezos before he moved to Florida, he would only pay 4% of his, you know. So that is an issue that's obviously not going to be resolved this legislative session. Rebates are great, but it's our foundation and it's our structure that is the issue causing so much pain for Washingtonians. Are you, are you ready for this? You ready? Because people that listen to me all the time, you guys know what I'm going to say. You know me well. You probably already screamed it. Watch G say this. Here we go. Are we going to address this whole no income tax in the state? And then you're going to say. What? I mean, that's part of the issue. I mean, when you, right now we rely so much on sales taxes uh-huh. and sales taxes impact poor people more. Uh-huh. I don't want to be double taxed. End of debate. Uh, absolutely. I, that's why I said restructuring. So restructuring. That's, that's where the conversation that's where, is right now. That's where the conversation goes every single time. My brothers and sisters that listen to the show, they know me well. I'll give it to you guys. You guys know that when this this comes up, I tell you, we tell you, we all know that the state of Washington is the most regressive state when it comes to taxation. We know that. But then I say, hey, what about this income tax? Right? No, G, we don't want to be taxed twice. <laughs> Well, somehow, like you said this morning, we got to come up with a way. Hey, if we add income tax, you cannot increase the sales tax. Right. You need to kind of bring that down. Right. We still have one of the highest gasoline taxes. But to continue with this does not help Nick and the rest of the generation. But when people are poor, they're being taxed 20 percent and the rich people are being taxed 4 percent. Come on now. I know. I love this conversation. Hey, referees are wearing body cams. Nick, can you think of any reason that referees should have to wear body cams? Right over my head, man. You'll okay. have to tell me. Okay, we'll tell you that <laughs> next. It's the Show with Anza Paul Russell. Before we get to this next topic, I just want to say someone texted in, Angela, and someone said, oh, 253 says G's car tabs must be due. And you know me, I got to give credit when credit is due. Whoever you are, you're absolutely right. For some reason, January is the month that all the vehicles in our house are due. I don't know why that is. Well, I got to quit buying vehicles in January. But yes, car tabs were due, and I voted for $30 car tabs. And the fact that I'm not paying $30 car tabs, I'm mad. I'm broke. I'm crying for anybody that has a $100,000 car and has expensive tabs. Just clear. Just to be clear. I mean, really, why, why would you have to go there? Because it's, it's right <laughs> it's in front of my dink. face. Well, I mean... 
It's like a pinata, man. Of course, I'm gonna hit it. But the car out, the car out there, that's outside right now, is only seventeen thousand. Oh, you mean you got two vehicles and but extra honest, unnecessary but can vehicle? We just keep it real, though. Even on a seventeen thousand dollar car, the tabs are ridiculous. Thank you, Angela. Like ridiculous. When I I moved here Thank from, you. Uh, you know, I'd lived in other states, and yeah. when I first, I was like, what? Hmm. How much is this? Right. This is crazy. I, I just really didn't expect that low blow out of chef. But okay. I know I, I you know I, I kind of really liked did. It. I mean, come on, man. you didn't have to get me like that. Low blow, I'm punching at my he's level. A, he's, a, <laughs> he's a dancing prop, and you're a pinata. So oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about how wild high school sports are getting right now. How about body cameras on high school referees? According to a report in the Tacoma News Tribune, there's a strong possibility that will happen when two rivals play each other tonight. Gig Harbor versus Peninsula. Any of my brothers and sisters listening from over there that know about this, please text in because I need to talk to y'all. I want some context. There are a number of new measures in place to keep things civil and safe. A little history on these issues here. There were allegations of racial slurs, fans not being allowed in the stands. At a football game, five coaches got in trouble for their behavior before and after the game. For the games tonight, two police officers will be there. Staff members plan to be embedded in the crowd, and officials, the referees, could be wearing body cameras. Angela? Apparently, this is, they reported that this is a phenomenon, according to the Tacoma News Tribune, that is happening, that refs are starting, some of them are starting to wear these cameras. Oh, my goodness. Well, tell you what, before we debate this, Chef, can you give a little background on this rivalry? Like, what, what, what's the history of this? I mean, I don't know the whole history. I remember but, the fishbowl. I mean, Fishbowl incident was in it was crazy. I mean, people were talking about like assault charges for a high school athlete who allegedly did a really dirty hit on the quarterback. One of the it's been going on for a long time. Yeah. It's nasty. Yeah. You know, I think the body camera thing is a great idea, especially if a ref finds themselves in a situation that does get out of hand, like some kind of fight or whatever, and you need some kind of evidence that you didn't do any like it could be protective for them i'm thinking about it from that standpoint Mm -hmm. i do know here's the thing i'm curious about legally would this ever fly in court because this is a state where in order to let's say record audio there has to be consent by both parties so police are allowed to do it but i don't know that this would be admissible. I think it flies. Yeah, it, it, will, it will fly. You yeah. you sign up and you play for the school. So, for an example, if there is a reporter that is coming there to take pictures of the game, there is connection where they can go to the News Tribune and they can post those pictures. It's probably some kind of media po- release yeah. or something. Now, yeah. Now, I just want to make sure as I talk about this, I know I have brothers and sisters out there in at, around Gig Harbor and, and Peninsula area, and maybe you're going to this game or you know more about this. And like Angela said, you have more content. But I want to add to why we are here. Mm. What makes us in the situation where body cams are need to be worn? Well, here's the number one reason. Folks have been have lost their minds around sports. What happened? Let me speak from when I was growing up. Okay, sports and how and maybe you listening right now. You can relate to this. Angela, back when we were growing up. We played sports in our community. A lot of the rec sports. 
your mom and dad paid the $25 or $30 for you to go play the baseball. And then after baseball, you went into football. Right. And then after football, you went into basketball. And you repeat. A lot of the people that you play sports with, they were in your community. Mm-hmm. Even today, my childhood friends from back then are from when we played sports with and against each other. A lot of times, moms and dads had to work. So there really wasn't this parent. It wasn't like packed with parents all the time. I didn't see any parents going crazy because they did a good job of making sure every child got to play. So what happened? Well, here we are today. Not just social media, but this idea with select sports, AAU, specialized sports, and my traveling. My baby is the next superstar. And everyone, which, fine, I understand you think that your baby is really good, exceptional, because they play on this team. But it has brought upon, upon an energy where parents get way too involved and go off on the officials, go off on the coaches. And there's just this thing, phenomenon, where it's now youth sports, where I think the worst problems happen in youth sports than even high school, pro, and college. That's the crazy part. And we are here today because of the amount of money. That is thrown into this. So, for example, let's say I have a son and he wants to play sports and he says, Dad, I want to play on the travel team. So that's going to be a commitment. I'm going to pay this money. And in order to a couple thousand dollars. Right. But paying this money, I all of a sudden become a parent that says, oh, my child is on a traveling team. Oh, my goodness. He or she is going to be the next college All-American. So I am. Thinking that way and oh my goodness, they didn't get playing time and oh that referee cheated and all these things and then the energy happens and there's fights. That is not just this is just Gig Harbor or Peninsula. This is the entire country where there is a problem around sports. Mm. So here's a question. Yes. What's the root of it? Like if we get to what is driving this and I have one theory, but do you want to weigh in first? No, you got okay. it. Go ahead. When I think about, okay, I'm sure there are many roots, right? But one I think about is many years ago, college was a possibility. I used to be able to work in the summer and pay my tuition. And nowadays, I remember thinking earlier on, my kid was doing the traveling soccer. I'm like, people are spending a lot of money on trainers. Why are they doing this? Like, they could have paid for college by that time. And then... When I got to see how much college is costing, I'm like, you better keep practicing because because there is no saving that will allow you to pay some of the prices at these colleges. So for some people, this is their ticket to be able to afford a higher education. And I think that's one bit of it. I also think we can't ignore the mental health crisis Mm -hmm. and people not knowing how to resolve conflict, not knowing how to behave when they get triggered and all these different things. I think that's a piece of it. Mm -hmm. But I would really love to hear from the text line or from you, Chef or G, about when we look at the root of it, Mm -hmm. why is this more of a problem now with people losing their minds than it was years ago? Chef. Cams on refs. This is crazy. (laughs) This is crazy. Chef, I want you to look me in the eyes, which is good. And I want you to tell me that you're proud of me. And this is why you should be proud of me. I could easily have taken this topic 
I could have touched on that. And I could have also touched on other situations where sometimes you have different communities coming together at the same time. This community pointing at this community, this culture pointing at this culture. I could go on that, but I don't think that that would be good for radio. But I will touch one thing. It's a it ends up being a beautiful thing when you have different cultures, different communities coming together. Maybe you don't get along at first. Maybe you have these opinions about the other, but it will help you grow. Uncomfortable conversations, uncomfortable topics are what truly makes us as people grow. I'm so glad you said that, G, because they're talking about having these two teams not be in the same division and not play each other. I'm like, is that the answer? No, it's not. We're just not going to avoid each other? No, it's not. No, it's not. You got to, hey, that's uncomfortable. But when you come to this, it's, it's almost like when you first listened to the G and Ursula show and, and G <laughs> Scott was on the radio and you're like, you know what? Something about that guy. And maybe you still think that, but you still come back and listen and it forces you to learn a different perspective on things. And that's the beauty of America. Scenarios comes up next. G and Ursula show. Scenarios is brought to you by 1-800-DUI-AWAY. It is the G and Ursula Show. Good morning, everybody. Angela Poe Russell has been hanging out. And you know what? I don't care what Angela says. It's been a good time having her on the show. It's been awesome, actually. But let's get to scenarios. So I'm seeing this knockout of a woman. She's got it all going on. Curves in all the right places, an angel smile, a devil's glint in her eye. I'm probably a couple notches below her level. She decided to go on an all-girls trip to get out of winter and soak up the sun and suck and suck down some daiquiris. She's there now and comes home this weekend. Yes, I'm talking about my girlfriend. Well, a couple of days ago, she posted some crazy pictures on IG. She was in a bikini, and she was enjoying herself. And in the picture, there were other guys in the picture. So I said something to her about it. I sent her the photo and asked her to explain what I saw. You couldn't believe the storm that followed. She called and started screaming about trust and space and telling me that I was ruining her vacation. So suddenly, I'm the villain here. I'm the one screwing up. Then she dropped the bomb on me. She said, we should slow things down because I'm cramping her style. So I'm thinking, I'm waiting kind of for the axe to fall here. Why not be the one to swing it? I should probably just end things now before she even comes home. But I also know there's no way I can get someone like her again. I mean, she's really good looking and I don't want to lose her. So I know you're going to make fun of me, but I need to know what my next move is here. 888-973-5476 is the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. Angela, you're up to bat first. It's already over. So, I mean, he can contemplate his next move, might hurt his pride, 
but it's already over. Wait. As soon as she mentioned slowing down and having space, like that is that, that oh. is basically the slow oh. slow motion breakup. Right, wait, wait, so it's already over. Stop he should right. just take control Stop. of this and let it go. Stop right there. Let me every hold on. Cause I'm gonna write this down. You're saying that if someone says we need to slow down and I need space, it's over? Yeah. Wow. I think so. I mean, unless there's something major happening in their life, Mm -hmm. you know, some kind of medical issue, family stuff that's taking them away. Mm -hmm. That is because because typically if something's going on, if you like someone, you want them closer. Right. And here's the telltale in this, right? At first I was for for, um, her. I'm like, she's probably just having a good time. It's probably all good. Yeah. But when he brought it up and she started screaming. Ah, that made me think of that line. Thou dost protest too loudly. Like, you got a little bit defensive there. A little bit defensive. Listen to Angela coming with it. Yeah, okay. it's over. He needs to just cut his losses, save his pride, and yeah. Yeah, calling your girlfriend while she's on vacation uh, in Cancun or wherever to question her about the hot guys she's in a photo with. There's no better guarantee <laughs> to ensure that your girlfriend is going to end up with one of those hot guys than doing that. But here's the thing. Go ahead and break up because you're not in a real relationship anyways. How did you describe her? You did not use a single descriptive term that talked about anything about her other than her physical appearance. You said she's a knockout. She's got like a devilish look on her eye. Uh, she's super hot. You didn't say anything about, like, she is the sweetest girl. She makes me feel like. You said, I'm a six. She's a ten. She's in Cancun, and I'm worried. You should be, because the only thing you value her for is her appearance. Get out, man. She doesn't deserve you either. Good take. I love that. Uh, I feel like going to Nick early, because this is one of those. I'm not going to come to you early. This is one of those. I should probably not weigh in on this, but I got to anyways. So check this out. If she goes to Jamaica and she's going to have some fun, right? And you guys aren't married. It's just your boyfriend, your boyfriend and girlfriend. And let's just say, who are the friends she's going with? If she's going with three other single gals, fam. <laughs> fam, you know. You know, like, I don't want to go where DW and Lakewood said she for the streets. I ain't going to go there. But I am going to say, you know, hey, chances are. But again, I don't want to judge. I agree with you, Angela. This is one of those. When she said we got to slow things down in some space, I believe her. And she also said that because you just called her and you ruined her vacation. You should have waited for her to get back. Why does that ruin a vacation to ask about a photo with a bunch of men? Uh, that doesn't ruin. If yeah, you're not does. doing anything, yes, if you're not doing anything, it's like, oh, that was my solo. You, you, you know, it's not. It's not a big deal. It ruined it because you got caught. So, uh, so you oh, know, you know, Stacy and Becky, they always be doing their thing. <laughs> Nick, well, this brother has to make a life decision right now: pride over beauty or beauty over pride. He's asking a simple question: a company that she's with while she's out on vacation. If there was an agreement before to give each other some space. That's a different story. But it's going too far to accuse him of pressing too much on her privacy and space. If you want peace of mind, run from this girl and leave her out on the vacation or else you're going to be getting way more than you expected if this thing goes down the long road. I think he put a little too much on his plate in this case. Uh, maybe out of the leagues. Hey, listen. So check this out. If you... 
are on the receiving end of a we need to slow things down. I need some space while they are on vacation somewhere. Look here, player. They have already justified anything that they are about to do because technically, we were air broken quotes, up. We, <laughs> we were taking a break. We were taking a break. So all, all part of the plan. So I went to Angela, hey, Chef, when she said to him, we need to slow down and take a break. She about to go have a good night. She already did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been fun here on the Gene Ursula Show. Love hanging out with Angela. Hey, agree to disagree comes up next. That's an opportunity for us to argue, fight, scream, all with a pillow. Go refill your coffee or whatever it is you drink, tea and everything, and come on back. It's the Gene Ursula Show with Angela Poe Russell.